Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview? Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday? There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neal. I hope you're all doing good. Happy Monday or whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this episode. I've had such an uneventful, in a good way, kind of week since I last spoke to you. I think because of last week's little rut, I've just been like really trying to focus on getting back into the swing of things. You know, my little routines, my little things I know keep me sane (laughs) and give me that little boost. I wouldn't say I fully feel myself. I don't think it's not so like instant like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you go through a slumber rut, even if it's like a one day thing or a week long thing, you know, sometimes these things can last for up to, I don't know, like three months or longer. You don't just like pull yourself out of it and then just be like 100% yourself again. I think it takes a bit of time. But we're getting there and I had a lovely wholesome weekend. My boyfriend made us fresh bagels on Friday night. So he like half cooked them and then stuck them in the oven for another 10 minutes on Saturday morning so that they were like, you know, fresh out of the oven for us to eat for breakfast. We had them for breakfast and then we also made sandwiches with them and brought them on our hike. We did a little hike on Saturday, which was so nice. We went up one of the Morn Mountains it was called Sleeve Binion. I've never been up Binion before. I've been up Donard. I'm pretty sure I've been up another one or two of them, but I can't remember the names of them. But I'd never been up Binion. And Binion is a really pretty view from the top because you get up and then it like has this big opening and then you look down onto the reservoir. And it's just really nice views the whole way up as well. Well, I feel like all of them are really nice views the whole way up. But yeah, it was really beautiful. We actually, so it was meant to be a really nice day. And when I say nice, like it was cold, obviously. And I feel like at this time of year, if you go up any mountain, it's going to be cold and windy, even when the sun's out and it's blue skies. So we were prepared with our layers and, you know, beanie and gloves and all that. But the weather forecast had said like it would be dry the full day. So we weren't in too much of a rush to like get up and get out really early because they say, I mean, I don't know what who I'm talking about when I say they say, but I feel like it's a kind of known thing that if you're going to go up a mountain to get up and go early because then you tend to miss the rain. Is that a thing? I've, have I just made that up? I swear like rain is more likely to come in the afternoon or something because there's so many days, especially in Belfast, I've noticed actually since moving home, where it's sunny in the morning and then cloudy and rainy in the afternoon. I don't know. Maybe I've literally just pulled that on my ass. But um, <laughs> we weren't in too much of a rush to get out early and go up it because the forecast was to be dry all day. And it was so beautiful when we got to Newcastle, parked the car, walked up it, hit the very top of the mountain. And all of a sudden this storm 
came over, like the grey clouds just came out of nowhere, full grey sheet across the whole sky. Visibility was ridiculous. You couldn't see like further than 10 metres in front of you. And then it started snowing. It started snowing and hailing. It literally only lasted 10 minutes and it was fucking freezing. Because <laughs> obviously you've got the wind from being at the top of the mountain and then it's snowing on top of that. So we literally found shelter under, there was these two big rocks and they were kind of sat up against each other and we huddled under them like little penguins and kept warm and drank our coffee and our bagels. And then literally 10 minutes later it cleared and it was blue sky, sunny day again. It was like it never happened. And like when we got down to the bottom and we got coffees and stuff in Newcastle, we were telling people about it and they were like, what? It was snowing up there? Like it's just a completely different climate when you go up a mountain. Because that actually happened. I remember I was doing my Duke of Ed practice walk and we did it in the morns and it was a two day thing or maybe it was a three day thing and two nights. I don't know. Anyway, at one point it did snow in the top of the mountain. It was the same day we were finishing. We came back down and got ice cream and stuff in Newcastle because it was so warm and sunny and told our Duke of Ed like leader or teacher or whatever that it was there was a full-on snow blizzard at the top for like an hour and she literally laughed in our face and didn't believe us. I wanted to take her by the throat ever since then. (laughs) I already didn't like that woman and then yeah she said she didn't believe us about the blizzard and also I had the worst time of my life on my Duke of Ed practice walks because I was actually in the pits I don't know why I ever signed up to that the real walk in where was it? in the Lake District stunning absolutely stunning sunny the whole time 25 degrees swimming in lakes staying in proper campsites getting the odd cheeky ice cream along the way like absolutely gorgeous Three days in the morns camping in the wilderness with a snow blizzard at the top getting lost. Mm-mm, absolutely not. Also got a boo gym on Friday night, which was stunning. A boo gym and you haven't had one. Like I hadn't had one in maybe a month or two. And it really, when you haven't had it in a while, it really hits different. Because sometimes I get into the habit of getting one a week or like one every other week, which is fine, it's good, like it still tastes good, but you know that feeling when you haven't had one in ages and you get all your favourite things in it, plus a Diet Coke to finish it off. They make you so gassy though, like on another level. The bloat you get from a boojum is, it's real. It is real, if you know, you know. We went out for my brother's birthday dinner on Monday night. It was actually on the Friday, but he was away at the weekend. So we went out on the Monday night. So weird as well. He won't be here for his next birthday because he's going to be in Australia. I keep imagining, like, I keep picturing Christmas without him and his girlfriend. And it's just a really weird thought. Like, I don't want to think about it. The thing is, as well, when you're the person that's away at Christmas, like, for example, when I was in Australia for Christmas it's fun like it's exciting it's something different you're not at home so therefore you're not missing the fact that you're not in your parents house do you know what I mean like you're not really thinking about that because you're completely out of that environment and it's like a whole different kind of thing and you go to the beach and it's summer like it it doesn't feel like a normal Christmas so you don't you don't miss it in the way that you think you might But I would say for the people at home, it's really weird. Like, I'm really freaking out that I'm going to be one of the ones at home while he's away. It's just not going to be the same. Who's going to get too drunk on Christmas Eve and down all the pints on Christmas Day? Do you know what I mean? Someone's going to have to take that role. 
But yeah, rest of the week, I've just been trying to focus on my little routines, literally rinsing my yoga membership. I think I'll have been to seven classes within five days. (laughs) I told you I was going to rinse it. I knew I was going to get my money's worth the second I got it. (laughs) There was no question about that. It's really nice having the membership as well because I think before I would only go to specific classes thinking, you know, if I'm going to spend, what is it, like 11 pounds, 12 pounds sometimes, somewhere between 10 and 12 pounds on a class, I want it to be like the one by this teacher and I want it to be the hour and a half one that feels like a good workout. Whereas now I've just got like unlimited classes and I can just try out all the different teachers and go to all the different classes and go to the slower ones and the yin yoga and the rest and restorative classes and the Pilates and everything. And it's just so nice to have that freedom. I'm obsessed with this new membership. So yeah, literally using that as a form of therapy. That's been my week really. I'm actually filming 30 days of autumn outfits at the minute on Instagram and TikTok. And although I kind of hate myself for starting it because I'm only on like day nine, which means I still got like double that to do again. And I'm just really trying to rack my brain for outfit ideas. But anyway, it's actually low-key being the best thing ever because it makes me get up and get ready the same way I used to when I was at uni. I was in such a good routine when I was at uni of like coming straight home from the gym, getting a shower, getting breakfast, getting ready for the day, no matter what the plan was just so I was ready to go out and study or to go and meet someone if I wanted to or you know to literally just go across the road and get coffee whatever it was I was ready for the day and I can really easily fall into habit of not doing that when I'm at home especially if I know the day ahead of me I'm just like sitting in the house editing and then you just feel like such a sauce so this 30 days of autumn outfits although daunting (laughs) has actually been probably the best thing for me especially to like you know pull me out of this slump So no real like peak or pit of this week to be honest. Very, um, what's the word? Boring, but just very, as I said, trying to just get back in the swing of things. Okay, my words for this week are don't sabotage your peace just because chaos is familiar. Just let that sink in for a second. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Okay. I'm actually not going to do a recommendation of the week because this whole episode is basically going to be recommendations. I'm going to tell you all my current faves, my seasonal autumnal faves, things I've been loving over the last while. Okay, let's get straight into it. Number one, chai latte powder and just kind of hot drinks in general. To be honest, I'm such a whore for a nice hot drink at this time of year. Chai latte powder I got on Amazon, there's a vegan one. You can get the non-vegan one 
in a lot of supermarkets though, but I never see the vegan one in supermarkets. Just look up on Amazon, vegan chai latte powder, and it's like the first one that comes out. The brand is Drink Me Chai. Is it an authentic chai? No. Could you spend four times the amount of money and get something more authentic or maybe like the Dishoom one? Yes, you could. You know what? I've actually been thinking about buying the Dishoom chai recently, just now that I'm drinking hot drinks a lot more. However, the handiness of just being able to do two teaspoons of your chai latte powder, boiling water topped up with milk, the same way you'd make like a cup of tea or a hot chocolate is just, it's stunning. You know what? I actually tried my first pumpkin spice latte today, as in ever, not of the season. My very first pumpkin spice latte. I don't know why I hadn't tried one before. It was really nice, you know. I kind of just was expecting something similar to a chai latte and it is pretty similar. It just kind of tastes... Whereas a Starbucks chai latte just tastes cinnamony, a pumpkin spice latte has definitely more spices in there. You get a more full-bodied kind of spice experience. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like the pumpkin spice latte tastes more like what an authentic chai is because like an actual chai has all the different spices in it and not just cinnamon. My friend also tried it for the first time last week and she told me she could really taste the pumpkin in it and I couldn't taste any pumpkin. Also, by the way, I did ask for, so I got the medium sized one. I always get so confused in the names of the sizes in Starbucks, like just call it small, medium and large or small, regular, large. What's the need for these different names that throw you off so much? Anyway, I got the medium sized one and I asked them how many pumps they normally put of the syrup into it, of the pumpkin spice syrup into it. And they said four. So I got two because I always find whatever they put in is so overpowering. Like anytime I order anything from Starbucks with, I I don't tend to get any syrups anymore, but when I was younger, like if I get a vanilla latte or whatever, I'd always just ask for like one or two pumps of vanilla because when they do the three or four, it is just, it's too much. It's like you're drinking just pure vanilla and no coffee. So I think that was a good choice if you want to try a pumpkin spice latte. I got with oat milk, two pumps and the vegan whipped cream. My next fave, pretty similar to the last, but it is the Bird and Blend teas. Bird and Blend is like a independent tea company. You're not going to find it in any supermarket. They have a few shops in London that I discovered it because I was walking down Portobello Road and I noticed it and I went in and it is the nicest experience of a shop ever. Like you walk in and it's just a big giant wall of all these different flavors of tea and you can take any of them down and smell them the people that work there are so good and they tell you what is good with what and you know you can tell them what kind of things you like and they'll be able to tell you what's good they tell you what all the ingredients are in each one they have a full wall as well of different flavors of matcha it's a really cool shop i'd highly recommend you go into it if you ever go to london let me just check if they've got any other stores Oh wait, they've got loads. I thought it was literally just in London. So it's in Brighton, Bristol, Cardiff, Exeter, Glasgow, London, Manchester, Nottingham, Oxford. Oh my god, Leeds? No, there's no way. It wasn't in Leeds when I was there. That must be new. In Edinburgh. Anyway, their teas are delicious. I bought bought a couple when I was in there once. I got this like dark chocolate chili chai and I got a coconut oolong. 
they also recently sent me their Gemini tea and a selection of the different star sign teas, which I've been trying out. Oh, and they also sent me their tea advent calendar recently, which has 24 or 25 days, I can't remember, and two tea bags for each day. So like a morning and a night one, which I thought is such a good idea. So if you're a tea lover, what a great advent calendar. Or if you have like a loved one, someone in your family or your partner or something who is a tea lover, I thought that would be such a nice present. I also did notice they've got a matcha advent calendar as well, which I actually might buy for myself too, so that I've got the tea bag one and the matcha one. But yeah, I've just been loving having like a different tea every night. It's so fun. It's so exciting. Last night I had like a rubos one with orange peel and apple pieces and chili in it. It was so delicious. In case you missed the name of that place, by the way, it's Bird and Blend. Okay, my next recommendation, a staple. I feel like this has just become a staple for everyone around this time of year, but it's my Puffer Uggs. So I got the black puffer ones, like the little short ones. They're like the recycled materials ones and I'm obsessed with them. I actually got a hand-me-down pair, a little hand-me-down pair of Uggs from my sister that are like the short suede ones and they're really comfy, don't get me wrong, but I just find I reach for my black puffer ones a lot more and I love them. They're just like wearable slippers. Like I wear my slippers in the house, I wear them out of the house and it feels like nothing's changed. They're, they are my winter equivalent of a slider. You know what I mean? The easy go-to throw on, sit at the door, ready for you to just throw on with literally everything. That kind of vibe. I also think sometimes the like beige and brown kind of coloured Uggs are a little bit too Christian girl autumn for me. That's why I kind of like the black puffer one. I feel like they look a bit cooler, you know? You can also get, I'm pretty sure the North Face and there's another brand that does puffer ones. Can't remember. I'm sure if you look up puffer shoes, you'll see them. Okay, next fave is another essential cozy item that I never knew I needed until I had it, until my mother kindly blessed me with them. And that is the White Company Cashmere Socks. I've never set foot in the White Company because to me it just seems like a really expensive, uh, how do you describe, like a very luxurious, when I have the money I will be able to buy my bedding out of the White Company kind of place, do you know what I mean? And for that reason I've never stepped foot in it, although I actually have been thinking about stepping foot in it recently because a lot of you recommended the White Company what do you call them? Dressing gowns. The fluffy dressing gowns. So I may go in and try them on. Anyway, my mum got me and my sister for Christmas as like a little stocking filler, the cashmere socks. And oh my God, are they next level. Like I'm such a fluffy sock girl. I love my fluffy socks in the winter. I've got heaps of them from Primark and Marxies and everywhere. But once I have started wearing the white company ones, like they just make the other ones seems so inferior. Although I will say actually there are these ones from Primark that are pretty decent. They're from like the kind of like bamboo eco-friendly. I mean who are we kidding if it's from Primark it's not an eco-friendly range. But do you know what I'm talking about that range they do and they've got the kind of like linen-y cashmere or like oh I don't, they're kind of ribbed but fluffy but not as fluffy as their normal ones and they're really comfy too. Sorry, that was such a bad description. I don't know the name of them. But anyway, the White Company socks are sensational. 
Number five is my new towel dressing gown that I got from TK Maxx the other day. I mean, you don't need to get it from a specific place. I feel like you can find white towel dressing gowns anywhere. Thing is, I've never been a towel dressing girl, dressing girl, dressing gown kind of girl. I've always been a fluffy dressing gown girl or in the summer, I'll have like a, I've kind of got like a bit of a linen one and I've got like a waffle one. I basically decided the other week I needed a new dressing gown. Like the state of mine is ridiculous. I get really attached to my dressing gowns. I wear them every single day. Once I find the perfect one, that's me for the next five to seven years, you know? And this one I have currently is just, it's on its way out. I have a couple of go-to places I would look for dressing gowns. TK Maxx being one of them. Marks and Spencer's. Mm, I feel like that's it but no I want to try the white company after everyone saying that also someone recommended the Sainsbury's ones anyway went and decided I was gonna get this tile one because it was just so nice it was like wasn't rough tile it was soft tile and it had a hood and it had two big pockets and it was like the perfect length so I got that and then I put up on my Instagram story saying is this perfect or should I get a fluffy one and everyone was like get both like obviously just get both because this one's so nice and crisp and like clean for when you get out of the shower and you want like a nice tiled one but you need like your fluffy one for cozying up with and for vegetating on the sofa for hours upon end with the fire lit do you know what I mean so I've decided I do need both but anyway I'm really enjoying having a tile one I think it's so nice to put on after a shower number six is the giggly squad podcast I started listening to this maybe about a month ago. It is Hannah Burner and Paige someone. I can't remember Paige's full name. Hannah Burner is a female comedian. You will have probably most likely seen her videos on TikTok. She does those kind of funny like stops men on the street and asks them questions that she knows are going to catch them out or she knows they're going to get like funny responses and then like groups them all together in one video so you get like one response after the other if that makes sense so for example like I remember one she did recently and it was like she'd stop men and just be like what do you think women do with their tampon when they need to pee and just the responses you get are hilarious I think she interviewed Joanne McNally and that's how I discovered that she had a podcast because Joanne McNally posted that on her story so then I followed the podcast and I've just been loving it ever since they talk so much garbage but in the best way like (laughs) they just speak about nothing but it's hilarious number seven you guys all know like I've raved about Notion so much you all know I'm a huge Notion fan Notion is the customizable website that I use to literally planned my entire life. (laughs) I use it for podcast ideas and planning. I use it for my daily to-do list. I use it for, I used it for like tracking all of my uni marks. What else do I use it for? I can't even think now. Anyway, Grace Beverly, maybe like a year ago now, came out with the Productivity Method Planner which I bought at the time. I bought the first release of and I loved it for when I was at uni. It was a really good planner that kind of encompassed everything that you'd want a planner to have like I feel like there's so many planners out there that are just such bullshit and hers was just very to the point like it had times as well for you to fully like time block your day as well as your to-do list and like three non-negotiables all that good stuff I find it so helpful during uni but since I've left uni I really don't touch it anymore because I don't like sit down at a desk with a 
physical planner like that. I do everything digitally. Oh my God, why can't I say that? I do everything digitally now. So I've kind of just forgotten about that. Like it's really just gone out of my radar and I've been trying to think of a way I could do what I was doing in that book but on my laptop and in Notion because Notion's like fully customizable and you literally can make it what you want and there's templates for absolutely everything but it's hard to create all that yourself and anyway all of my prayers literally got answered because Grace came out with a Notion template for a digital version of the productivity method planner which is insane because that's literally exactly what I wanted. It's a one-off payment as well. It's slightly more expensive than the physical planner but it's a one-off payment and you get to use that for life. Like you don't run out of it the same way you do in a journal. And also you can use it alongside your other things in Notion. Like it's not gonna, because you download that template, it's not gonna wipe your other things that you have going on in Notion. So I still keep all my podcast stuff. I still keep all my like tracking of Um, jobs and things like that that I've already got going on but I've just now added this whole other template that's the productivity method and it's been so good I only downloaded it two days ago and I'm already obsessed with it I also downloaded Notion onto my phone which I didn't have before because I didn't find it that necessary because I was just using it when I kind of like sit down at the start or end of the day Uh, whereas now I've got like my full time blocking schedule my to-do list and everything on there like full visibility of everything on my phone too which is amazing. I actually couldn't recommend it enough especially if you are a a student or b self-employed and need to like take a hold of your like you are in control and of planning your own day and of structuring it because it can be so hard. What I was finding for ages there was I was making these to-do lists and I could see well what I needed to do what needed to get done that day because I wasn't sticking to times of anything because my day is for me to you know for me to hold myself accountable to then I was just being like oh I've got all day to do that and then it gets to the afternoon and I'm like fuck and I'm freaking out because I haven't got half the things done and then it all ends up getting dragged across to the next day whereas this way it's like you can work out how long things take you you can put them in to your time blocking schedule I don't know i Maybe it's just the way my brain works, but I've been absolutely loving it. Even this morning, like getting up for the gym, usually the only way I will get up and go to the gym early, early is if I'm meeting someone. So I know I have to be there because otherwise I'm just like, oh, it's okay. I can just lie in a little bit longer and then go when I please. Whereas today, this morning, I was like, no, I have to go for this time so that I'm back to be able to get short and get be ready for this time because I've I've set myself this time to start recording this. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it's better to hold yourself to time sometimes, especially if you're like me and can just procrastinate. Number eight is my flare yoga pants from Gilly Hicks. I'm obsessed with them. I wear them literally every day to yoga because I'm more of a shorts girly like uh, I wear workout shorts in the summer mostly but when it comes to winter um, I want to be a bit cozier especially for like nighttime classes and stuff I love my flares and I just feel like such a little yoga mom in them I'm obsessed like I'll have my flares and my Uggs and my little zip up BBL jacket and I'm obsessed I also love working out in things that you can then not necessarily go and like I'm not going to go and socialize in that outfit but you know I could go and get coffee and meet someone or I could nip into town to get something and I'm not in like workout workout clothes do you know what I mean when you're in your flares you feel like 
a bit bougie. Like you drive a Range Rover and you're going to pick your kids up from school. <laughs> I actually really love all the Gilly Hicks activewear stuff. I feel like I've got a decent bit from them now. It's all really comfy. It's all like that like soft brushed cottony kind of feel. Oh well, not all of it, sorry, but like they do have a lot of that kind of material, which I really like. And then they've also got the more likery stuff too. Oh, number nine is my Stussy Bomber jacket, which no joke, I wear this probably five times a week. It's just the nicest jacket ever. I'm so happy I bought it. You don't need to go out and buy a Stussy Bomber though. Like they are expensive. I did buy it on sale. This is the thing. So when I was in Leeds, I went into the hip store, which is a shop that has all those kind of like streetwear brands like Sussy, Carhartt, uh, Stone Island. You you get the vibes. Anyway, like quite similar to end clothing. And I went downstairs to the sale bit and this jacket I had had my eye on for ages, but had just never even thought to buy because it was expensive, was on sale for half price plus a further, I can't remember if it was 10, 15 or 20, but a further discount off the half price price because it was the last one left. However, it was a size large. So it's fucking massive. (laughs) But I don't mind that. I wear things oversized and I feel like it doesn't look that bad. I hope it doesn't look bad anyway. I think it just looks like normal oversized. It doesn't look like, it, it doesn't make me look like a drowned rat, I hope. But yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Weekday actually have pretty similar ones if you're looking for something a bit more affordable but I had never really owned a bomber jacket before this one I've always been more of a puffer coat girl or I have a lot of like faux fur jackets and stuff like that but I've never had a big comfy cozy bomber jacket and I absolutely love this but yeah definitely check out the weekday ones if you want something similar they've got like same vibes with the orange inside and everything or even lots of the vintage shops will have uh, vintage bomber jackets and check Depop and Vinted because we, although Weekday will have them probably on their website now, it's something that comes back like year on year. So I'm sure there's heaps for a lot cheaper on Vinted and Depop. Number 10 is my little digital camera. I've been obsessed with it. I take it everywhere with me. I got it on Portobello Road at the market. So if you go to Portobello Road when they have the markets out on a Saturday and Sunday, there's this guy that sells, he's got a big, big table just literally full of digital cameras and you can test them all out, see what you prefer. There's varying prices. I got, I think, one of the cheapest ones. I think it was like 30 pounds, I want to say. And I just love it. It's so cute. And it takes AA batteries, which is quite handy. You just So you don't need to charge it. But yeah, obviously you don't have to get this just on Portobello Road. Literally look up on Facebook Marketplace Digital Camera. There's loads of people selling ones on there. I also found an old one, like an old family one. I've ordered a new battery and stuff for it, which should be arriving soon, hopefully. So I'm sure you could hook one out in a drawer somewhere. Or obviously like eBay and Amazon and stuff too. Oh my god, next fave is Fleabag. I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch Fleabag. And you know what? It's a really good series to watch and like an easy series to watch because it's only six episodes a season, two seasons and like 25 minute episodes. So it's just so easy to get through. It's so funny. I think I'm on season two, episode two or three. I love it. Next autumnal fave, cozy nights in cooking. There is literally nothing I love more than like getting inspiration from recipes in your cookbooks or on social media or like really craving something that you had at a restaurant one time and like trying to recreate it and spending 
your Friday or Saturday night, going to the supermarket, getting all the ingredients, coming home, spending like a good two hours cooking the thing and then really devouring it and just sitting down and maybe watching a movie or an episode of whatever you're watching. I love nights in like that. They're just so good for the soul. Because I think so often as well, like throughout the week, you're always rushing to make every meal. Do you know what I mean? You're trying to make things that are quick and easy and just get them into you. Because who wants to be spending four hours in the kitchen every day between breakfast, lunch and dinner? Do you know what I mean? It's such a waste of time. But actually giving yourself that time to leisurely cook a really nice meal is, it's a lovely thing to do. And you're so proud of it after my next fave of the season has to be doing Pilates and yoga every evening. I'm not going to speak in depth about this one because I've literally talked so much about it. I'm not telling you all that you need to go and pay for a Pilates and yoga class every night. Not at all. That would cost an absolute fortune. The only reason I'm actually physically going to a class every night, as I said, is because I got a membership that gets me unlimited classes. But like just doing a little 15 minute YouTube one is such a nice way to round off your day and almost have this set time that you're working towards because I can be quite bad for thinking I've got literally until I go to bed tonight at 10 o'clock to finish everything I need to do today but that's so unhealthy like you need your wind down time you need your time to switch off and to do the things you like doing so when I know I'm going to a class at six o'clock say you decide in your head you're gonna do a YouTube yoga class or Pilates class at 7 p.m in your living room then that just gives you a time to know that that's your day over that's your time for yourself not your day over sorry but like your working day over or like you're studying or whatever it is that's your time to switch off it gives you a time frame to work towards and my brain needs that and also obviously then the benefits that come with doing the actual class itself I think with it being dark in the evenings now as well it's a really it's a really nice kind of cozy thing to do and you're not thinking oh I should be out in the sun I should be walking like it's pretty wet and grey and miserable and it's quite nice just being in the house doing something like that oh my god next fave is secondhand knits I know that's very vague I'm a huge lover of shopping secondhand for my knitwear knitwear is one of those items of clothing that if you want good quality stuff obviously because it will then be like hand knitted and the materials and everything are good quality and it's like heavy knit you know it's gonna be expensive it just is one of those pieces of clothing that is expensive so obviously shopping secondhand for it just it makes it a bit more affordable number one also just gives you so much more selection like I don't know I feel like fast fashion shops they get in kind of like the trending style of knitwear or color of knitwear or whatever and everyone has it whereas like you're shopping on depop and vintage and you're going through like all these different brands vintage some like independent brands there's just so much many more options and you've got from like all the previous years as opposed to just what's like you know in in that particular season or year because I feel like you don't want knitwear that's so-called in. You want knitwear that is long-lasting and cosy and comfy and you're going to wear for the rest of your life. Some of my absolute favourite knitwear pieces I've got recently on Depop or Vinted. I got a Milana Studios striped jumper. 
I got a House of Sunny yellow jumper with like lemons stitched in on the front. It's so cute. It's actually meant to be arriving today. Uh, again, I got that on Vinted. Also, I'm obsessed with my Obey cardigan. You'll all have probably seen me wear it a million times. My lilac cardigan. I think I got that on Depop too. Yeah, look up Obey cardigans on either of those apps. Actually, no, don't. Save them for me. <laughs> Next fave has to be Blistex. If you know, you know. My lip biting, lip picking, <laughs> dry lipped girlies will know exactly what I'm talking about. Blistex is the goat lip. Um, I was going to say balm. It's not even a balm though. It's like a cream. It's the only thing that genuinely works on dry lips. And that's not to say, you know, a bit of Vaseline doesn't help. Obviously, a balm of any sort is going to help, but it doesn't actually hydrate them in the way Blistex does. If you haven't tried it, you need to. Yeah, I mean, the whole lip biting, lip picking, skin picking thing, it's something I'm working on. But I feel like I've been saying that for the last seven years of my life. Next up is a skincare subscription, actually. No, I did do an ad with them, but this is not an ad. I have been absolutely loving Skin and Me. It's like a skincare subscription service. You do a consultation with them online. You send in photos of your skin. They send you out your moisturizer, cleanser, and your, it's called your daily doser, which is a like a cream slash serum, I guess, that has your actives in it that is completely tailored to your skin type and what the pharmacist I don't would that be the right word the pharmacist I don't know what whoever's on the other end of the thing thinks that would be good for your skin completely custom to you and that comes on a monthly basis so it can change as your skin changes it's helped my skin so much and just like having that really simple routine of my my hydrating moisturizer my really simple cleanser with no actives in them and then just everything I need in the daily doser I've been absolutely loving it and I when I remember to use it every night I see such a difference in my skin. Another skincare fave actually for me recently has been the Glow Hub serums. These are those ones you see all across TikTok. They've got like the vitamin C scar slayer serum and the barrier builder one. What's the other one I have of theirs? Hydration Hero. So those are the three I have of theirs. I absolutely love them. Two of them are repurchases so I used a whole bottle of the vitamin C one and the barrier builder one. Repurchased them along with the hydration hero recently. The packaging is so cute and I just love the products themselves as well. They're not scented, they don't break my skin out. The vitamin C one is great for, you know, getting rid of scarring or marks left after spots or from picking. And also I'm just like really conscious of always making sure I've got enough hydration and moisture and like stuff that's good for your skin barrier on my skin after getting perioral dermatitis was it it was probably around this time last year maybe maybe not a full year ago but yeah after experiencing perioral dermatitis I'm really really conscious to make sure I'm looking after my skin barrier and not using too many actives and that's why it really works for me having just the skin in me daily doser with the actives in it and everything else being like supportive of my skin barrier oh my god the next one obsessed with this the new free soul mango greens such a game changer honestly i had their original greens powder and don't get me wrong i still drank it 
it did taste like grass. Like it tasted like ground up flaxseed mixed with grass. And yeah, it wasn't great, but like I would just bear it. I'd chuck it in with some water, a squeeze of lemon, hold my nose and down it. And just because I knew it was good for me, I was able to drink it. But obviously when it doesn't taste nice, you're not you're not excited to drink that. You're not waking up every day inspired to drink your greens. You're very much doing it because you know it's good for you. And obviously because of that, then you're not going to do it absolutely every single day. You know what I mean? You're not going to wake up on a Saturday and a Sunday and with your nice breakfast, have your stinking greens drink. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Whereas now they've brought out this mango flavor and it genuinely tastes like a gorgeous gorgeous mango juice and I wake up every morning excited to drink it I fill up my big giant sippy cup and it gets my first half liter of water in before I've eaten anything I'm so obsessed with it it's like an absolute staple now in my morning routine oh next fave the cash beauty lip oil lip oils have kind of been on the rise for quite some time now maybe over the last year or so they've kind of been popping off And I do have a few of them and I really love them. However, this Cash Beauty one is next level. I didn't wear a single other thing on my lips the whole week I was in Portugal, apart from lip liner and the Cash Beauty lip oil. It is so gorgeous. It looks like gloss, but better. And it feels just like so weightless on your lips. It doesn't feel sticky, but it's got this like pinkiness to it. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. And I just use it on its own as well. Like on a day-to-day basis, I'll just put Blistex on and that over the top. And I just love that Cash Beauty is an Irish brand as well. Pop off, Kaylee. The lip oil, I think, is in collaboration actually with Charlene Murphy as well. It's like part of their, the Cash Beauty X Charlene Murphy collection. Next fave is actually a t-shirt, which is really random. But the Koss clean cut t-shirt, the white one specifically, is literally, I probably wear it about three or four times a week. If you're looking for a good quality staple t-shirt that is a perfect cut and goes with everything, get the cost clean cut one. I have three of them. Do Yeah, do I have three? No, maybe I have two and I wanted a third. Yeah, I no, I have two, but I want a third because apparently they've changed the neckline over the last month. So I want to buy the new one with the kind of wider neckline because mine are quite, they're not mock neck, but they are quite like tight to the neck so yeah I want to get it now that they've changed that couldn't recommend a t-shirt enough I actually I bought two because I was wearing the first one so much and I was like missing it so much when it was in the washing basket but if you ever ever see me on TikTok on Instagram stories on Instagram photos ever in any scenario see me wearing a white t-shirt know that it is that cost one it's my ride or die another clothing fave this comes back every year as a fave and it is my Picante tracksuits. I just have nothing but beautiful, beautiful things to say about the Picante tracksuits. The quality of them is ridiculous. I've never worn a hoodie or joggers of the same quality that's got the the thickness and the heaviness and like that weighted feel without being stiff. Like they're still soft, they're still cozy, they're still comfy. They're expensive. Okay, just no, they're expensive. I got my green one on sale and someone gave me the other one of mine. So maybe wait till they go on sale if you're thinking about it. But also they are worth the money. I have bought tracksuits from other places for the same price and nothing has lived up to 
the quality of the picante ones. I actually really want to buy myself a grey one because I think that would be so nice for this winter. And now that I've got like my green bomber jacket and stuff, I feel like a grey tracksuit with that would be so nice. I don't know. I have words with myself about these things because I'm like, come on, you don't need a third picante tracksuit. But then sometimes I think I do. (laughs) It's honestly a struggle for me to not wake up and put it on every single day. Like that's in an ideal world, that is what I would do. That and the cost t-shirt, perfect. That is me, good to go, with my puffer Uggs. That is literally my dream autumn everyday outfit. And finally, a couple of beauty faves. They're kind of two within the same bracket. They're very much like no makeup makeup kind of products. And that is the Lottie London Skin Tint. It is literally just like instant face tan in a bottle. It's like the consistency of a serum. So I would literally just put my moisturizer on or my skincare or whatever and then just quickly buff that all over my face and it just gives you a bit of color. No coverage in it at all. No glow, like no shimmer in it, just color. It's really nice and it's not... I've tried other ones that are like this and they go patchy because they're very like gel-like or they just, they look really weird and they kind of sit weird on the peach fuzz on your face and stuff. But I love the Lottie London one. It's literally perfect. I also love their freckle tint pen. Just while I'm talking about Lottie London. So nice. I love turning like little blemishes and spots into freckles. That is my favorite hobby. Okay. And my final fave, again, within the same bracket is the new Glow Hub Baby Beam. Now, apparently it's a bit of a dupe for the Drunk Elephant Bronzing Drops. I actually still haven't tried the Drunk Elephant Bronzing Drops because one, they're never in stock and two, they're ridiculously expensive for a teeny tiny bottle. Uh, So I'm pretty happy to try all the dupes. I obviously can't really say if it is a dupe because I can't compare it to the original. However, it is really nice. It's like a skincare makeup hybrid product. So it's good for your skin. It's got the teeniest bit of coverage. It's got glow. It's got color. It comes in different colors as well. So you don't need to be too worried about going too dark because I feel like the drunk elephant ones would look like they'd be too orange on me for like this time of year. But yeah, I've been using the Glow Hub Baby Beam all week, just as like a no makeup makeup kind of vibe and just brushing my eyebrows into place and curling my eyelashes. And I've been loving it. Everyone's been complimenting my skin. And that brings us to the end of this episode, the last of my seasonal favourites. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know what some of your seasonal favourites are in the comments. You can swipe up on Spotify and it'll say, what did you think of this episode? Tell me all your current faves. Also, your girl's on the market for a good fluffy dressing gown, as I was talking about earlier on in the episode when I was talking about potentially getting a white company one. I'm not sure. I need to weigh up my options. I need to go try ones on. If you have any fluffy recommendations, fluffy recommendations? If you've got any fluffy dressing gown recommendations, let me know. It has to be white as well. Unfortunately, I'm a I'm a white robe kind of gal, which is really bad when you're also a makeup gal. Yeah, it means I have to wash all of my robes at least once a week. But there's just nothing better than a nice, clean white robe. Okay, anyway, (laughs) 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to give me a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your Instagram stories. Show me where you're listening to the episode. As always, thank you all so much for your continued love and support. It means the absolute world to me. I love you guys so much. I will speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.